from digitiki.com. Carving. Why, it's one of those ancient tiki gods. Darling, don't spend the rest of the night outside. I'm getting a touch of hot fever. You're so right. I'm going to take you out in the jungle where it's nice and quiet. Welcome to the Quiet Village. back for another visit here at the quiet village i'm your host digitiki coming to you direct from digitiki.com broadcasting from the heart of the quiet village i am back with a wonderful show actually i uh, i'm down with a cold but that's not going to keep me from doing a show so if i sound a little wor- weird it's uh it's because of this cold. But I have a wonderful show for you. Uh, coming up for the interview, I have the producers and the creators of the wonderful Tiki event that happens in Minneapolis every September called Makahiki. You've heard of Tiki Oasis. You've heard of uh, Hukilau. You've, you've probably heard of Tiki Caliente as well as a Luau by the Lake. But... Uh, the Makahiki is a one-night event that happens in Minneapolis, and it is to raise funds for animal shelters. And it, I have the producers of that event as well as the music of some of the artists that have performed recently. Uh, I have music of Roland Remington, the Cocktail Preachers, the Hoosier Howleys, I love that name, the Tiki Knots, and the Troubadours. I also have wonderful new music that has just been digitally released, actually vintage music that has been digitally released by Paul Page, for those of you who are big uh, uh, tiki music collectors. I also have brand new music by Jim Fegan from his album Escaping Paradise. Also an album that I discovered quite by accident online. Mike Hoffman with an Exotica record that you can buy for $4.95. No kidding. But I want to first kick off the show with some brand new music that literally landed on my shores just today as I was uh, putting this this show together. The band Ixtawele from Sweden, which exploded on the uh, tiki music scene a couple of years ago and just has been churning out wonderful music, they have just released a brand new album, or it will soon to be released, Call of the Islands. So probably by the time you're hearing this episode, I believe it will have hit the streets. So actually, why don't we, uh, we'll do a set. We'll do uh, some Ixtahuele, followed by brand new Mike Hoffman and Jim Fegan here. So from their forthcoming or brand new album, Call of the Islands, here is the title track, Call of the Islands from Ixtahuele, right here on The Quiet Village.
right there's a very uh, ambient exotica or you could call it future exotica from Jim Fegan who's a friend of Quiet Village Radio you might hear his voice on there quite often he's been a sponsor for quite a while that is from his 2016 album Escaping Paradise and that track was called Rainforest Canopy before that another new artist actually one I haven't heard of before Mike Hoffman from his album Island of the Goddess and that is a track called The Lagoon and that album can be found online as a uh, digital purchase for $4.95 that's not bad so if you're adventurous check it out and brand new music and I literally mean brand new from Ix to Huele the the uh, Swedish band that really exploded on the scene lately in the tiki music scene. This is their newest album, which is going to be out later in 2016. If it's, It may actually be out by the time you hear this episode. It's called Call of the Islands, and that track was the title track, Call of the Islands. Definitely check those out. All right, I'm going to play some more new music. Actually, it's new old music. For those of you that are really into collecting exotica and tiki music, uh, hapahaole, uh vintage music, you probably have heard the name Paul Page. I have played him on here a few times before, but if you haven't, Paul Page was an artist back, I would say, maybe 50s, 40s. Um, he was an actor, he was a musician, singer, uh, I guess you'd say womanizer. <laughs> he was a ladies' man, so to speak. He did several records, and they are very rare, and I mean very hard to find. But actually, I want to qualify that. He only did one record that I know of. Uh, I have one called... Uh, Ports of Call, and uh, he he did the same record as far as I know, and it was also called Pieces of Eight and uh, Music from the Reef. They all had the exact same cover. It was um, kind of a sepia tone picture of him in his captain's hat, shirtless, looking very, very deep into the camera. And I believe Paul Page performed at all of those places. Those were restaurants, Pieces of Eight, uh, The Reef, and Ports of Call were all restaurants. And I if I'm not mistaken, he just reissued the record based on where he was performing, and it was all the same tunes. Uh, the record is also known as Let's Have a Luau, and it has just been reissued or put out uh, for streaming only on Spotify. It's not available on iTunes, not available on um, on Amazon. It might be available on other streaming services, but I've only been able to find it on Spotify. And it also came out with another album of his that I had no idea existed called Passport to Paradise. And on that record, Jerry Bird, the really famous uh, mid-century lap steel player, is playing lap steel on that album. So if you are, um, if, if you have Spotify, you have access to these very rare albums that have gone for Several hundred dollars on eBay. I've, I've seen them for that much. So let's play two tracks, one from each album since they're rather, um, rather short. So we'll do one from Passport to Paradise, the title track, as well as followed up from Let's Have a Luau, Paul Page doing Castaway, right here on The Quiet Village. <laughs>
cast away, cast away, cast away, cast away, like broken driftwood drifting on the sea. Far away, far away, far away, far away from all the happiness that used to be. Once I had my love beside me in a harbor called home. Now without my love to guide me, I'm just a derelict on the phone. So I pray, oh how I pray, that beyond that horizon gray, I will find once more on some tropic shore the treasure I once cast away. away. There's Paul Page from his album Let's Have a Luau. And before that, another Paul Page track called Passport to Paradise, which is the the title track to that album. Uh, That album I did not know of. Let's Have a Luau I did know of, and it also has been released under multiple names. That album, actually both of those albums, I never thought I would see digitally reissued, and they are available on Spotify. They're not available on CD. They are not available for purchase on iTunes or Amazon. The only thing I've been able to find it on is streaming on Spotify. So if you're a a tiki music collector and you want digital copies of Paul Page Records, which are very expensive on eBay and whatnot, uh, you can uh, you can get it on Spotify. Very cool. So now it's time to move into some music from our upcoming interview guests. Just shortly, I'm going to have the the producers and creators of the Makahiki event in Indianapolis. But first, to kick off a kind of a pre-interview, here is some tunes from some artists that have performed both this year and recently at uh, Makahiki. I'm going to start off with a very cool track from Roland Remington, the vibraphonist, Trade Winds, followed by the Cocktail Preachers, the the Hoosier Howleys, which I really love that title, and the Tiki Knots and the Troubadours. So here are the sounds of Makahiki. Thank you. 
Okay, some wonderful tunes by the Makahiki artists there. I call that the Makahiki set. At the very top of that set, the vibraphones of Roland Remington with a classic track, Trade Winds, followed by the Cocktail Preachers doing Quiet Surf. In the middle of that set, the, the I'm sorry, the Hoosier Howleys. I love that title, that name of the band. They uh, were doing Hula Blues, and that sounded like it was recorded live at Makahiki. Uh, right after that, we had the surf sound of the Tiki Knots with Midnight in Cebu, and then ending up with the Troubadours with, from, uh, I'm sorry, with a track called The Lost City. And that leads us right into the segue. We have uh, our interview with the creators of Makahiki in Indianapolis, right here on the Quiet Village. Okay, I am here with the proprietors, the producers of the Makahiki event that comes up every September. Uh, I'm here. You'll know them by their online names, Lucky Primate, Bob Six, Wendy Wahini, and Tiki Miggs. Aloha. Welcome to the Quiet Village, everybody. Aloha. Aloha. Thank you. Thanks. I'm, I'm kind of excited to have you guys on because your event uh, seems really cool. So give give me the rundown. Give me the the, the elevator spiel of uh, Makahiki. Wow. Um, well, <laughs> You're <let's> on. <laughs> so basically, it's just a, a big tiki party that we throw once a year. Um, we're part of a fraternal order called uh, Fraternal Order of Moai, and uh, we use the Makahiki as a uh, as a fundraiser for our charity uh, in Indianapolis. The Puka Puka chapters, uh, I guess our uh, charity is the Southside Animal Shelter, and um, so we put on this show. It's uh, great music and uh, great tiki cocktails and entertainment, and um, that's that's what it is. It's just a really good time, one night, and. Uh, and it, and it benefits the animal shelter, correct? That's right. Yep. All proceeds from the show go to the animal shelter. It's sort of a pop-up tiki bar. There's oh, cool. a, It's a local sports bar, um, and he lets us tear down all the sports decorations, and we haul in a day's worth of uh, tiki decorations and suspend a thatched roof from the ceiling and... The guys make tiki lamps and made a fake volcano, and we really wow. go all out to transform the bar into a, a tiki lounge. Um, it's a total transformation. The bar goes from a <laughs> from a total sports bar with TVs hanging to a tiki bar with tiki lamps and a volcano and everything, just like Wendy said. It's, Overnight. It's, yeah. It takes us, what, like three days? And... Yeah. It's three days of planning, wow. two days of craziness. Three days of planning? A year of planning. Yo, a year of planning. <laughs> three days of, of staging. Set up, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I mean, it's not a, not often you'll find a a sports bar that's willing to convert, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we but, out. Buzz at the timeout lounge is great. He lets us uh, he lets us pretty much take over the entire place. It's it's a it's a really nice thing that he does. That is awesome, and you have live music. Absolutely, right? What uh, can you name off some of the acts that you've had? <laughs> um, we've had, um, um, gosh, Madeira, um, concussions. Concussions, like yeah. This year we had concussions and the Tiki, Tiki Knots, Tiki Knots, and oh, cool. Olin Remington, which is he does like kind of like a karaoke vibraphone. Uh, thing where he pl- he records all of his music and then he plays the vibraphone, you know, b- he backs him up with a vibraphone and um, and he's there every year. Roland is like a fixture for us because we love him. Martin Denny kind of, style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very cool. And then I was looking for a Hawaiian band. I could not find one, so I knew some friends, a ukulele player and a lap steel guy, and I told them if you guys can, you know, put this together a band. You know, I'll have you play, and so they put one together, and it was just just wonderful. Oh, they're awesome! The Hoosier Howleys—they're new, and it's fantastic. They did such a good job. Yeah, they had an hour's worth of material. I was expecting like a half hour, and just man, yeah. 
That's a cool we, name. We knew, we knew what was going on. The the uh, lap steel guy was kind of more of a rockabilly, rock and roll kind of guy, and man, it was it was incredible. Yeah, they pulled it off. As you can imagine, there's you know not much uh, surf and Hawaiian style bands out here in the Midwest. Uh huh. <laughs> so yeah, I was going crazy trying to find someone. Where did the whole um, the idea, the genesis, where did this all start? Over cocktails, I'm sure, right? <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Wendy and I, we wanted to, uh, we just got, I just got into tiki, and then we wanted to, we like, like everybody else probably that gets into tiki, um, decided, hey, let's start, let's, let's get a bar, let's open up a bar ourselves, you know? And then we, we got the itch, and then we went to bartending school, and we were like, man, we're going to open up our own bar. Then we kind of realized, we're not going to open up our own bar. <laughs> but we decided to do a once a month thing at a local bar, which I call like the CBGBs of Indianapolis in their back room. <laughs> so we did like on a Thursday night, we were doing a tiki night and it's really hard to get, you know, bands to come, you know, on a Thursday night since most of the people are a lot older and have kids or businesses, the whole club and everything kind of came from that. But so yeah, and it was the same concept. We totally transformed the back room into a, a tiki lounge. Um, <clears throat> so from doing that, that's, yeah, how we met everyone, and then they formed the club, and then we decided um, doing it once a month was a bit much, and we really wanted to focus on doing a, a really great event on a Saturday night, so we decided mm-hmm. we just wanted to turn it into an annual event. Um, take a year's worth of planning and there's more people involved. Um, and so that's how we came up with the Makihiki. Yeah. And the Makihiki is, Wendy came up with the name, which is not, you know, but it's, uh, yeah. Um, in the Hawaiian history, it's like a celebration at the end of the season. Um, like Thanksgiving or Christmas. Yeah. It's like the, the harvest where everyone just you know, takes off work and everyone just eats and celebrates. Um, So I thought that'd be a great name for an event. It really sounds like a lot of fun. So tell me a little bit about the musical acts that you have that's what we try to do is promote mm-hmm. um local things and you know we're not trying to make money we're trying to you know have fun and you know make something happen in indianapolis have a, a neat and interesting event that's going on here like this year we had a local uh, rum and hotel tango hotel tango and then we used uh Raja works but they're not local group you know but it's we, still a craft you know small yeah. business mm-hmm. yeah so. Some of our members are great at uh, at uh, finding sponsors to help us with the event. And mm-hmm. one of the things I think is really amazing is the distance that some of the bands will come from that, that Bob and everyone have signed up for us. I and mean, we've had folks from California, right? Uh, you can play ukulele. Um, no, she didn't make it this year. Well, not this year, but I mean yeah. the prior years. Um, and then we'll have some of the bands coming uh, from up north. Yep. Um, Wisconsin. Yeah. Wow. One of my favorite bands was the Troubadours. Oh, they're so good. There's that classic surf sound. Last year, there were like two grandfather guys and his son, and her, you know, they were just. They they, killed it. Yeah, one of the guys is from the Madeira, and then it's his dad and him, and a couple other guys do the Troubadours, which is a a cover band from the 60s. Uh, surf band. The Ventures got there. Not the Ventures. But the Ventures, yeah, yeah, the Shadows. The Shadows. Yeah, oh, the, the Shadows. Shadows. Yeah, so the Troubadours do Shadows covers. Right, right, right. And they do them just perfect. And they do the all moves. They wear the black pants and the white shirt and the skinny tie and they, <laughs> they hold the, the, the guitars up in the air and their little things. It's so cute. Yeah. How yeah. fun. Now this goes on, is this a multi-day or is it just a one-day event? It's just a one night event. Yeah, we really. try to pack it all into one day instead of making it throughout. A, you know, it could grow, but it just seems like we just need to. You know, we try to focus it all into one day, and we like 
we don't batch our drinks. We we shake each drink, and uh, we have a DJ that you know does you know Exotica, and he's like a really great. That's oh. Johnny Yuma out of Bloomington, and he is fantastic. We love our DJ. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's amazing. Uh, it's Rocket Doll Review. Yeah, and they're a burlesque uh, group here, and uh, they do some really great dances and songs. And uh, yeah, last year's. Uh, Frenchie sung uh, Bali High. Oh, that was, that was so great. great. It was amazing. Yeah. So, yeah, mainly the event is focused on the music, but then we have just a touch of burlesque. And then our other focus is, of course, the ambiance and the cocktails. The cocktails. We, you know, we completely fill the bar with lemons and limes and fresh squeezed <laughs> the juice and make our own grenadine syrups yeah. and otherwise craft syrups. Um, and you know, of course, make a mai tai and kamehameha rum punch, lapu lapu. Um, Do you guys you know, come up with your own recipes for for the events, or have people come up with recipes? Or um, this year we had one drink. I mostly pull from cocktail books. Uh huh. I might tweak them just a little bit, but we try Man. to just have a, like a about eight different drinks or so um and try to focus on like the large volume like really tasty yeah drinks yeah it's a big drink with an umbrella (laughs) 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 and they're great i mean it's uh the drinks are they're kind of the classic recipes yeah but everything that if we can get it fresh if we can squeeze it or make the syrup they do it and uh, they're just the drinks are just fantastic. They're off yep. the hook. They're just made so and delicious. shaken to order. Yep. That's yeah, and people, I think people really enjoy that. They love. I just love to see the smile on their face while you're fixing their drink and mm-hmm. shaking it up for them. And I think it's all part of the the show and the enjoyment. Yeah, so. I'll, I'll tell you what. I the, I remember the the um, the first time I went to Trader Vic's, um, mm-hmm. and you know the. You just you order your mai tai and the guys back there and you just hear the yeah it's like ah oh, I love that that's that's actually becoming Pavlovian sound to me when I hear <laughs> when I hear that I start salivating when I hear a shaker ice in a shaker <laughs> oh, yeah I smell mint I kind of think oh man yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah so you guys uh, do you guys do any um, being where you are, where it gets really cold in the winter, do you ever think about doing something right in the middle of the midwinter? Uh, that's when we hang out in our home tiki bar. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go that's anywhere. Right now. Usually we'll do like a 20 people or 10 people house party, but I don't know. People don't, people stay home during the winter. Yeah. We, we've talked about doing it. Uh, just, you know, nothing that we've seriously planned or anything, but it's a, it's a really good idea that we've uh, kicked around a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. September is really <laughs> packed with things to do in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. And I mean, October. It's a nice October time. October is really, yeah. Yeah. We've certainly considered broadening the event. We've kind of toyed around with the idea of doing a weekend event, mm-hmm. maybe a car show, and maybe, you know, things like a market type thing but we just we don't want we're quality. not there yet we don't want quality to suffer yeah so right now we're still just you know staying focused on just a one night event and it seems to go well it sells out right away online sales yeah everybody wants it bigger but it just seems i don't know you know you play live and all that it's, <laughs> it's a lot better to have everybody crammed into a small place than have a big place and everybody's in the corners off in their little groups Right, it's it's nice to have a have an event that's really uh, that's really intimate, and it sounds like your event just sounds like a lot of fun. It's a great time. It's a great time. Yeah, we pull a number of local people, but we also have people come from Ohio, from Illinois, from Kentucky sometimes. So mm-hmm. it's uh, you know really a we've had people kind of come from California. California. Yeah, yeah. Oh. They uh, they what, get a what? call from a friend saying, "There's going to be this thing. You got to get over here." Okay, boom, they're here. <laughs> Great. Speaking of which, what are you doing uh, third week of September next year? (laughs) (laughs) There used to be a tiki bar here in town, and so I think like a lot of people starting out, 
you come across it and you're like going to a thrift store or whatnot. And I, I went to a thrift store and I found this Tiki uh, rocks glass and it said Mai Tai restaurant, Indianapolis. I'm like, what oh. the hell is this? And I got on the computer and looked it up and I found out that there was a Tiki bar. I think it closed in the late 70s, early 80s. But it's a really cool building and it's still standing and they turned it into a karate place. But I just couldn't believe it. There was a, a Tiki bar here. So I drove over there, checked it out, called the guy up on the phone. He told me to, I don't know, get lost. <laughs> <laughs> He did basically. So don't yeah. call, so don't call him up and ask him if there's anything tiki in the place. <laughs> they turned the place into a karate place. Now it's boarded up and it's probably just full of black mold or whatnot. But it's an awesome building. It's really small. Yeah. It's like the size of a McDonald's or something like that. Uh-huh. It has some really cool concrete and some fixtures, and it has like a big A-frame, uh, you know, roof line. And um, there's still lava rock outside. Yeah, there's lava rocks yeah. out there and. But it's really cool looking it up. And then I, I didn't realize one of my friends, her mother was a bartender for 10 years. But I haven't got much information about it, of what, you know, drinks and stuff they did. But, I, you know, I run the page on Facebook. It's it's pretty cool, though. To, I've come across the Hurricane Glass and the, uh, the Tiki Mug, which is an orange hula girl, which is pretty common. But on the backside, it says... Uh, um, Nobbies. Nobbies. Nobbies and Mai Tai. It says Nobbies Mai Tai Bar. Wow, that's cool. I've never heard of the place. You know, it's it's fascinating when I find out about, you know, it, Tiki back in the day. It it seems to have been everywhere in this country, even out mm-hmm. in the Midwest and in small towns. The dinner club swept the country, I guess, back then, too. Yeah, I'm originally from Arizona, and I remember going to Trader Vic's there. Um, I remember going to a place called the Islands, and then there was the uh, iconic uh, hotel there called the Contiki, and um, they had a bar in there too. And uh, you know, those places were place, places we get to go on special occasions. You know, when there's visitors from out of town, <laughs> welcome to Arizona. Let's go to a tiki bar. You know, it's like <laughs> all right. So. It was just uh, me as a kid and my parents and everybody is sitting around drinking and smoking and I'm just sitting there staring at the crazy stuff on the walls. That's uh, it yeah. was it was it was special. Arizona had a lot of tiki. In fact, yeah, and then it all went away. Yeah, uh, friends in Columbus, Ohio, that have a lot of items from the Kahiki. Oh, Kahiki you know, was. A grand place that closed not that long ago. We never got the chance to go, um, um, but they had some auctions and some people we know got a lot of good stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so luckily, they're at least uh, preserving it. That place—that's another one. I never got to go either, and the pictures just look amazing. Yeah, of you know, what it used to be. Of course, now it's a. What is it? A, a Walgreens? It's a Walgreens. Yeah, <laughs> it's terrible. <sighs> Heartbreaking. That's so sad. But well, it sounds like you guys are going to have to open your own outfit up there, huh? <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah. Go fund me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shout out to uh, all the guys in the uh, Puka Puka chapter that uh, helped out to make the uh, Makahiki great. Uh, We really appreciate everybody's help. Yeah, I hear the glass. (laughs) That's right. You're talking. All right, well, thank you guys for coming on. The event is Makahiki. It's every September in Indianapolis, and the money goes to... um, Yeah, well, we pick a... Our charity is the Southside Animal Shelter, and uh, that's where the that's where the funds go. Yep, to the Southside okay. Animal Shelter is what it's called. Get your uh, cars packed up. Go to this thing because it sounds like a lot of fun. And th- so, thank you guys for for joining me at the Quiet Village. Mahalo. 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 Thank you. Yeah. Okay, I hope you enjoyed that interview. Big thanks to. All the producers over at Makahiki, as well as the artists who shared their music from Makahiki. 
Well, we've come to the end of another visit here at The Quiet Village. I am so happy that you joined me. I want to remind you that you can go to The Quiet Village at any time by going to digitiki.com where you can log on to Quiet Village Radio and stream Tiki Music 24-7 or you can visit the podcast page where you can get a rundown of all the tracks as well as stream this episode and past episodes. I am now going to leave you with two of the artists from Makahiki, one of which I played before, Roland Remington. I'm going to play another track by him because, well, I'm partial to vibes. Play Roland Remington as well as the resident DJ Johnny Yuma sharing a Martin Denny track that I do not have. So I'm kind of excited about that. So until next time, everyone, I want to thank you for joining me. Aloha. (laughs) 